Daniel and Brady are back in the studio at the same time. We'll hear them squash that beef. That'll be fun. And Heel Turn was in the studio. We'll talk to them about their new EP. Don't miss it. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this podcast. Could take forever. Episode thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. The ever charming Cardi B. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, she is hilarious. Dude, yeah, honestly, like I, I remember, I don't know, a few months ago, you were telling me how you thought she was really funny, and I wasn't exactly convinced. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Changed my mind. Yeah. Like, like she has some. I think that she's unintentionally funny, though. No, oh, dude, no. like she's being funny. No, yeah, like she oh, has. Okay. Have you ever seen any of her like tweets about her farting? Like she uh, has like no. literally like twenty different tweets about how like she's just murdering people in cars with her farts <laughs> all the time. She like, just, she's like pretty she, funny. She just won my respect. Exactly. She's, she's like napalming them. Yeah. yeah she, like, like one of them's just like, yo. Dusting. She's like, yo, guys, my cousin's about to die. Put the window locks <laughs> on. We're heading, you know. <laughs> How do farts escape her giant ass? Like, <laughs> probably yeah. very easily. They, they put a tube there, like scientifically, for that purpose. Is, um, well, so know. there are some just voices that you're hearing right now. Mine, for instance, is uh, Daniel Moore. That's who I am. Uh, Jonathan Ransom sitting across from me. Yep. Alex the Ham of God sitting over there. <laughs> hey. And uh, Brady, uh, you have a lot of nerve to be in this room. Let is sitting <laughs> over here on my right. Let me just explain myself. Actually, there's nothing to explain. I'm I've been gone for a little bit, y'all. I'm sorry, but I'm back. I don't know so what it you. is. We haven't been able to line up schedules, so I just... we we've had to change the day of our recordings. Well, see, mm-hmm. the thing is, what just I haven't it. told you guys is like. Every time, you know, we set up a day, Brady goes, well, what day can Daniel do it? <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, you know, I say, like, Wednesday, and he's like, well, I can only do Friday. <laughs> That's how it's been going lately. Alex has been stoking these flames. Mm-hmm. It's been he, you. You almost just, ruined this podcast. You, you ruined mm-hmm. the relationship with me and Danny like, Boy over here. I'll see Nearly. you May yeah. 16th. No, yeah. May 19th. 19th. At Lucky Sound Studios, brother. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Yo, brother man, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> brother man, my my children, they they trapped in a block of ice. I need to, I need three, $3.80 to buy a hairdryer to thaw it out. <laughs> <laughs> my children, they, they trapped in a time paradox. <laughs> I need the the crystals. <laughs> I was, was going to say crystals, too. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, why, why are crystals like the uh, key to time? I don't yeah, know, because what? because they don't it doesn't make any sense, you know. <laughs> and neither does time. Time is like an illusion, man. Diamonds are forever. You know what? Like that makes me think of that scene in Napoleon where where he's like he's like don't forget the crystals. And then he puts the crystals in there, and then it just, it's just <laughs> oh getting electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> I forget uh, about that scene. Yeah. And, yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. my God. That's really funny. I, feel like I, <laughs> like, I was probably, I like, one of the that. last people on Earth to watch that movie. Really? Yeah, like, like, I, like people had to hype it for almost a year before yeah. I would sit down and actually watch that movie. Dude, that show probably led to the success of The Office, or, like, that movie. Huh. You think? Yeah, because just well, like I don't think people would have been dry for that or ready for that kind of dry humor. Yeah, that's that a, movie not been around. It's an interesting way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it is strange that like I think that that movie was before its time and in, in like the quirky, like uh, quirky mm-hmm. dry humor yeah. way. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love that movie, man. That that was a that was a big deal. When, mm-hmm. when do you guys out, remember the first time you saw a trailer for it? No, I I do because I, I was at a movie theater, and all shut of, up, Tina, you fat lard. That was yeah. literally it. He walked out of his house <laughs> and and just yelled at the llama, and that was it. And I was like, this might be the best movie I've ever seen. You know, heck, Napoleon, make yourself a dang quesadilla. I think, like, the problem with me is, like, I took that movie very literally, and, like, the first time I ever saw it, I did not get that Napoleon was supposed to be, like, a loser. (laughs) So, like, he's like, I have a girlfriend. She doesn't live here in Canada. I was like, man, that's really sad. Yeah. He lives so far away from his girlfriend. God, he's like, he's like an anti-hero or something. (laughs) I know, right? just like, just like, I mean, he's likable, I guess. Dude, what year did that movie come out? It was like, probably like, 2004. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was twelve years old. How and many of you guys had a vote for Pedro T-shirt? I, Mm-mm. I, I could. I guess I'm the only dork that had yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saw a bunch. I judged people that wore them. Though. Yeah, that's honestly why I didn't wear it. I was like, this is actually kind of a bold thing to wear, and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you could wear it again now. Yeah, it'd it's, be pretty funny. I think I would back. rip it now. But. Oh shit! You know, you know, <laughs> too, too, too yoked. It's your, <laughs> it's your curse. Yeah, it's it. my, it's my burden to bear. Yeah. When you go to yourscenesucks.com, you y'all know the website. Mm-mm. They have like a bunch of like different stereotyped people. Like they have like the crust punk, and they have like the juggalo, and all this different stuff. And it like breaks down their outfit. There's hot topic core. And the dude has a vote for Pedro shirt and like trip pants and like spiked Oof. neon blue hair and like a crustache. It's really funny. Crustache. Forgot yeah, about those. Oh, yeah. We've all been rocking the facial, facial hair. hair for like a while now. So they used yeah. to be a problem. I used to have like permanent crustache for like the ages thirteen to fifteen. Yeah. Dude, remember? Kind of gross. You know, I was talking to my sister about today. Mm-hmm. You're fucking afro yeah i used to have an afro <laughs> dude. yeah mm-hmm. dude i, I miss mean, that like seriously like i stood silently for about four <laughs> seconds when she was like did daniel used to have an afro and like <laughs> I, I was just like oh my god it was so huge and i, I remember like seeing you play a show mm-hmm. and it just you would go right it would go left like <laughs> mm-hmm. it was so gross <laughs> so gross it was like the 70s it was a demonstration in physics yeah, you were just way too in the Mars Volta at the time. I was not into the Mars Volta at all. You're joking, right? No, that wasn't it. Oh, I grew that hair before I knew about that band. Oh, well, that's just a coincidence. Thing, that's just huh? what I because look like if I don't cut my hair. Because he was too lazy to get a haircut. Mm. Yeah, that's all it was. Well, he wasn't even wearing shoes back then, you know? <laughs> I mean, there or were underwear. shoes. They just didn't have pinkies anymore because I <laughs> sort of, you know, you know my I never foot understood. would go through it after You were wearing Vibram's foot fingers? I well, he didn't right. wear underwear. I know. Jesus. Well, if you're not going to wash your clothes, you might as well not wear dirty underwear. You're not wrong. Dude, I think you were trying to wear as few articles of clothing as mm-hmm. possible while still yep. looking fully dressed. <laughs> yeah. A shirt and a pair of pants. Dude, I used <laughs> you're to, like, that's all I need. I loved that Daniel because he w- you were just like, he was like, I'm tired. I'm going to go sleep on this pile of rocks. <laughs> and he would do it. He'd wake up eight hours later, stretch, be refreshed as shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm soft now. Yeah. Now I yeah. need like, I have like a like a $150 pillow that I bought because it cools and it's like oh, firm. Like, can oh, I borrow yeah. that? Oh, dude, it's the best. Oh. And no, <laughs> can't live without it. I don't want your head on there. I'm weak. Dude, that's funny, man. I, I envy the fro. Like, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we all look to the right and see. Oh, yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. Dude, I, mm-hmm. I never understood why my parents always made me get a haircut and, like, they wouldn't let me grow it out. <laughs> they and were I protecting you. They were, they knew, they were yeah, like, they, they were knew. like, dude. One day in about three years, like <laughs> I'm in the eighth grade, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but it's starting to thin up top. Yeah, like, buddy, you you're already like forty years old. Me and and you Vin haven't Diesel, graduated. We shave our head. Yeah, like it looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were just preparing me for the future. So. At least you were tall, so it's not like people were looking down mm-hmm. on the bald spot. <laughs> yeah, I also, didn't have. A, I never had a bald spot. You did have the receding. Like it was starting to get thin, mm-hmm. right? What, in what the do you call forehead. that? Like a widow's yeah. peak or something? You I, look no, better that's, now. That's when it's. 
stays like in the middle but like the sides yeah like back. vegeta mine was just yeah, uh, yeah. just like all of it was just like <laughs> moving back it was just like fuck this head i'm out <laughs> your hairline forehead five head six seven just your hairline adding. was starting in like in a different zip code than your eyes were in pretty dude much. literally <laughs> it was weird man like one day like for about a year i was like man my i think my hair is thinning and then like one day i just woke up and i looked in the mirror and i go oh my god <laughs> like like, I just it all like came crashing down. I saw like too much scalp, and I was like, "Oh no, it's time!" Oh. And like I, I had to break out the trimmers, and I, I couldn't even do it. I had to get my dad to do it. Oh really? Your yeah. hands were shaking. I was just <laughs> like, it was like, dude, my youth is over. Mm. <laughs> like your my, youth was over when you turned nine. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, you're sounds, like a cancer patient. Just mm, yeah, it's just, just real like, sad. Yeah, just like dude, that. Sort of sounds like the day I realized that my eyebrows were really, really big. <laughs> Your eyelashes and your yeah. lashes. Wasn't yeah. that in the fifth grade? It was at some point where I was in like, sixth Jesus. grade. A girl was like, "You got big ass eyebrows." I was like, "Damn, I had the okay. opposite problem." Like there, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Oh my in god, ten- you have the tiniest eyebrows. Yeah. And like, I remember in tenth grade. I swear, like in the in the span of like a couple weeks, like three or four different girls like told me, like in class said like. So you do your eyebrows, right? And I was like, no. And like, I couldn't convince them otherwise. They were like, yeah, you do. And I was like, no, I've never, I never touched these things. Like, I don't, even, I don't even think about them. And they're like, no, you're lying. Like, I could not convince them. Like, they really well, thought I did my. They eyebrows. were just learning about eyebrows at uh-huh. that point, yeah. and so like they were looking at me and Alex and going, "All right, y'all got whack eyebrows." Yeah, <laughs> and they were looking at you and they were like, "All right, give me some tips." <laughs> yeah, and I had nothing for time. them. Don't touch them. That's my tip. Hey, but There's... you know the. Th- Thick eyebrows are in now, dude. Yeah. time right now. Yes. Alex. What were mm-hmm. you gonna say, John? I was just gonna say, there's nothing more infuriating than when someone is like accusing you of lying and you're not. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how the fuck are you gonna sit there and tell me <laughs> that I do my eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. It's like and when I someone's like, don't. you're like, that's my cousin. They're like, no, you're not. Like, yes, dude. Yes, that is my cousin. Yeah. I will argue with people about the cousin <laughs> thing because they lie oh, all the time. Dude, yeah. do not lie about who you're related to. I know this girl who all the time, she's like, yeah, that's my brother. I'm like, it might be because she had a promiscuous father or it might just be <laughs> a person she knows. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, are you just fucking lying to me right now? I know. Or, I had, or is this an interesting piece of information dude, you're I'm, telling me? Dude, weirder than that, I know a guy, I'm not going to name any names, but he claims a child that's not his child. Like the kid is like sixteen. That's worse Brady. than the other friend that we have that doesn't claim the child that is his. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Are you talking about that day he showed us the picture of the kid? We were like, Shut the hell up. We were like, oh, that's your kid, dude. Yeah. Shut he was he was up. born with like a Yes. Dude, shut up. All right, we'll, we'll, yeah. cut, we'll cut that. <laughs> there was a loud beep sound right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Man. How do we get back on track after that? All right, so we track? were going to have a sexy vibe off. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. we were going to call it a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So. Sure one. Ooh. Did we set the mood for the sexy vibe off? Well, we no. talked about eyebrows and we, we talked about uh, bastard children so. and Cardi B sparks. <laughs> mm. I don't know how you much know, more right. sexy we can get. But mm-hmm. my pussy's real though. Oh, I see. Opposed to a fake one? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, like, no, what, but really. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, if if you can make that much of an alteration on a person, like everything else, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's plenty of things you can do down there. Like rejuvenation, like yeah. stencils. Like she is pretty funny though. She like. <laughs> Brady, have you ever seen a vagina? <laughs> You'd bedazzle it. No, I haven't. <clears throat> oh, that's a good idea. I'm that's a real it thing, mind. isn't it? Bedazzle. <laughs> yeah. Just I, Google those words together, and you'll find out. <laughs> Thanks for well, the tip, John. I'll, I'll put it on the TV. <laughs> Let's all figure this out together. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, all who's right. going first? I want to go third. Lip injections. Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, that's, we're not so even going like, to. I took it too far. Not stencils. Right? Uh, right. So, so I was just going to play like a really sad song as a joke, but I really want to win. Like I was going to be like, say something I'm giving. But it depends like on the it. kind of sex you're having. Any nickel. That's, a, that's called a sad cum. 
Anyone ever had a sad cum? Let's get into it. That's why everyone cries during sex. Is that where like it comes out like teardrops through your wang or you cry semen? I'm so sorry. All right, so everyone else is muted, and I'm going to bring this song up. So when you guys are crying after sex, what do you listen to? I listen to this. Doesn't everybody do that? Like how we all shut up. For this moment. This is off of 2010. Song name? This is a Spaceship Coop. Yes. By uh, Justin Timberlake off of the 2020 experience. That's a good album, man. It really is. Also, it's a super long album. Yep. Every song is 10 minutes long. Dude, they're like metal songs. And there's two albums yeah. like it's two full dude, dude you know how ballsy you have to be to go i'm gonna make an eight minute pop song like, look at him he's cool as hell mm-hmm. i love that key bass dude is that the sexy part of the song mm-hmm. i feel like it is it just hits you right in your g spot <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm playing a g right me and you any song that like uh, my, my prostate is rattling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a G note. Just gonna take a dump. G Woo! stands for goatee, right? <laughs> Brady, you're on it tonight. I'm sorry. Oh, you're oh, I really love it. Um, this song does that thing that um that that uh, uh between the sheets song does. Where it like he just starts to describe the sex at a certain point. Like, yeah. it's, like, oh. it's like you and me in the car. Like and <laughs> you're, you're all gonna be like, like woo at the end of the song. <laughs> oh. Got two knuckles up what? my butt. <laughs> Wait, now I have to change my sexy song. Shit. Okay. No. I'm bringing it down. <laughs> oh man, I just Alright, so that was mine. Mm-hmm. Did you say choice. two knuckles up the bone? <laughs> he How? Did. He did, Brady. He that did. That sounds harder than getting them all. I'm talking about two <laughs> two girthways. You know what I mean? Like I don't like, want to hear like these like, two. like just up to the knuckles or just the knuckles? single knuckle. Whatever you want to do. But I don't want to <laughs> hear the term girthway ever again. <laughs> is it the first knuckle or this knuckle? Like what knuckle is it? No, no, two of the top. Oh, you know what I mean? Like so yeah. this like top or in the middle top no, no, or the like, bottom top? Like this, I'm about to like, give you all these <laughs> knuckles. <laughs> you don't shut the hell up. Give me a knuckle sandwich. Girthway she goes. Alright, are you ready for my revised sexy song? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you inspired me with the description mm. thing. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. Oh, oh, oh okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> Tell me this isn't a sexy song. Because it's Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday I love this. I have my headphones off for and a second. It is Wednesday, Monday yeah. Night is my night to cook. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night we go it and visit Wednesday. your mother. They have another one that I would pick. We make sweet, sweet, sweet love. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a second. It's when everything is just right. There's nothing good, good on TV. On TV. <laughs> you haven't had your after work social sports team practice, so you're not too tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on. You lean in and whisper something sexy in my ear like, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. bed now. I've got work in the morning. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, girl. Oh, yeah. You're trying to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's business time. It's business time. He has a great voice. It's business. It's business time. Also, great instrumentation. Does he write these lyrics too? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That is so funny. Well, him and the other guy, they're yeah. right, they're a duo. So funny. They had a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. Why did the yeah, on HBO. Well, I mean, it's a band and a TV show, I guess. But they have another song that's like, um, if you want me to, I can oh. hang around with you. I love yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. That, that's like my favorite thing they've done. And that, that one's also that like sex. You know it. That might be a better song than this one, actually. It's up there. Yeah. My turn. I guess I'm going to bring that. <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, it's so funny. Two minutes in heaven is better than one minute in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you say, is that it? I know what you're trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's it. (laughs) That's hilarious. Wait. Uh, Brady, what you got for us? Okay. Um, This one I'm not too um, apt 
to give submissions for, but I think I found a good one. Okay. Because Brady's never had sex. True. <laughs> Accurate. Turn it up. <laughs> All the way up. <laughs> Just listen. A man walks down the street. Says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle now? Okay. Let me. <laughs> Let me hit y'all with a with a legitimate one. That's um, you can call me Al by Paul Simon, and that, I was, uh, um, with the suede in my shoes or whatever. I don't fucking know. He just um, starts to say weird shit in the yeah. middle of the song. Okay, I got a legitimate one for you. I just wanted to do that because I'm an idiot, and I'm not kidding about this one. It's called "Sexy Results" by Death from Above, 1979. They're awesome. Huh. I fucking love them. Turn that shit up. The bongos is what really sells the um, sexiness. I get it. I yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. This is a little more jean jacket sexy. Yeah. yeah. My favorite kind. Mm-hmm. Like, with the dude from Stranger Things season mm-hmm. two. This is like cool co- cocaine and hair pulling like, yep. sexy. Like, like uh, Make It With You by Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I imagine you're like picking up girls in a T top right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm into this shit. Oh, I like yeah. this a lot. This Here's is like Royal synth. Blood sexy. Mm-hmm. Royal yeah. Blood exists this, because this of this is a band. Two-piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a two piece. Yeah. Were they really? Hmm. Who's playing the bongos then? <laughs> He's huh? playing it with his feet. <laughs> it's Brady. I, I was eight when this came out, probably. <laughs> Hanging out with the wrong crowd. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fucking right effing one. up. Doing cocaine and pulling hair. <laughs> Wearing jean jackets. <laughs> Different vibe, but I'm into yeah. it, man. Oh, yeah. now, now Jonathan's going to play like Closer by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, you know what? That's I wanna or fuck. Avenge Sevenfold. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nah. No, dude. That, I like that, how we both made like a monotone yelp in response to Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> that nope. will, well. Avenged Sevenfold will kill all Ladywood. It would just <laughs> you, Ladywood. Is it? No, it's the videos oh, that'll kill you Ladywood. Play Ladywood. Actually, that's it. Is a is there a bank of Ladywood? It's an album by uh, Tovalo. Tovalo. To- oh, dude, she's the shit. Tub Love. <clears throat> um, yeah. Okay. Tuvalu. Tuvalu. So here, here's mine. <laughs> all right, all right. No one took this seriously. I took it very no, seriously. No, Daniel took it serious. I was gonna make a joke and then I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm gonna play a real song. I, I got it for real. I mean, this turned me on. <laughs> I don't know about you. I mean, this just makes me think of Shrek. I thought this was gonna be the other version. Whatever. I was hoping this is gonna be like the version where they just everything's reversed. Like they can't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't. Here's mine for real. This is this is real real. Smile green or something. This is Wolfpack. We just had this conversation. Yeah, like last <laughs> like, week. Yeah. I know. Just Bill Withers. You know, Nick really you know what? shit put, on. Let's let's put All Star back on. <laughs> dude, yeah, Nick, much sexier. Nick really shit on Wolfpack. Yeah, he did. What? Yeah, I but dude, that. I mean, I thought dude, he loves you, Wolfpack. You, you get yeah, tired right. of being compared to someone, and then eventually you get like become you bitter towards. Them. Well, like, I mean, but like, it's more like uh, if you go back and listen to that Bill Withers album that he talked about, it just sounds just like that. You know what I mean? So it really he, does. He, so I guess I miss that. They are just recreating that sound. I mean, they have some songs that are so original, like Back Pocket. You know, Th- that and stuff song like that. is great. I don't care what it is. Hey, no. I'm, I'm actually going to play a real one this okay. time. Just real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, remember how when we tried to listen to the song and we broke the computer? 
Uh, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Was it's the part where it gets heavy. Oh, okay. Fuck it, if it happens, it happens. I thought it just happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going home. Just, just let it get to this basic line. Mm-hmm. What is she talking about? Oh, um, that ass. I thought she was talking about pasta. This pussy real though. Don't take your eyes off that ZD. <laughs> You're gonna eat. I got some penne for y'all. <laughs> Here it goes. Steady. Mm, that was it. Last time we headbanged so hard we knocked over a beer and paused the whole computer. Oh, that's what happened. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, like, I just think that some of the words she says, like, referring to herself as, like, a fountain, mm -hmm. is just so, you're like, Jesus. Very, very Song of Solomon. <laughs> it's biblical. You're gonna reach up into that tree, bite that apple. Yeah, mm -hmm. that takes a lot of knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a vote. Uh, are we just doing the sound off again all at once and pointing? <laughs> I think <laughs> so, yeah. Because, because we that, have a few guests, we could take some uh, input. Mm -hmm. Where'd, where'd Kelsey go? We'll wait for her to get back. The song was too sexy. She Alex, too sexy. Alex, you go first. You can't vote for yourself. Who you pick? Oh, uh, Daniel. Okay. Okay. Mm. And Daniel, uh, Alex, you pick Alex mm -hmm. for Beyonce. Oh yeah, yeah. Jonathan, honestly, I want to go with you. Yes, you do. But I think the reality of the vibe mm -hmm. is more of you know the R and B style. Mm -hmm. And I think I got to go with Daniel. Mm -hmm. I knew he wouldn't go for Beyonce. <laughs> he just won't do it on I, a wake up. I think she's overrated, so. uh, dude. Bah. Dude, talent must be so overrated. <laughs> She's not as talented. No, as I've literally a lot of like people. seen that meme where it's like, "You think Beyonce is overrated? Then talent must be overrated." <laughs> <laughs> They're literally counter memes to your meme. Uh, huh? Okay. <laughs> this <laughs> conversation's been had on the internet already. Yeah. Oh, I mean, someone as famous as she is. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Alex. Oh my god. That song it's is just... Again. We split we it down the middle. We're good. We got uh, Madison. She doesn't have a microphone, but we'll just let y'all know what Alex. she says. Alex, right. okay. That's it. So that's yep. a tie, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and where's Kelsey? We need Kelsey to break the tie. Well, no, we'll pizza, just make another so. tie. Oh, okay. Well, pizza's more important than this right. podcast. Really, really, Alex, really you take is. this one. Beyonce mm -hmm. takes this one. The Queen Bee mm -hmm. takes it home. Yes, that's fine with me. All right, guys. Is All right. Let's break the fourth wall here for a second. Is the segment coming up next or? Yeah, I think we'll do Heel Turn next. Okay. So you guys are about to listen to an interview with Heel Turn, who's talking about their new album. But then at the end of that, they're going to say, we'll see you after the break, but we won't <laughs> <laughs> because that's the end. Well, I'll probably come back and do plugs and, uh, and then call it after that. So mm, so you might hear Jonathan, but not yeah. us. If you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll do. We'll break all kinds of walls right now. Oh shit! Five, six walls. Whatever. Mm -hmm. A ceiling. Okay. Who knows? Plus, we got we got a fun bump. If you this blow out four too. walls, the ceiling will fall. That's true, actually. So we're about to get crushed. Mm -hmm. Oh well. well. I mean, really, you only really need to take out three, and then the fourth one's just gonna go with the ceiling. Damn! I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That fourth been? wall, it's not holding anything up. What have you been watching? Home Improvement or something? What do you? I mean. It's tool time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You remember when we couldn't stop making that noise at like four in the morning when oh, we, were, we were trying yeah. to stay up to make a music video at dawn? Dude. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. And all we did was just not sleep and make that noise, basically. <laughs> that was all that got accomplished. It's one of those like twilight hours where you're just like, mm. like you're, you've become dumb again. Yeah. Oh. You talking uh, about like where are... everything's funny, like you're almost hysterical. Yeah, oh, yeah. like between yeah. the hours of like eight a.m. and eight yeah. a.m. Like, yeah. dude, if someone just goes pee pee, you're just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, we're dumb all the time, I guess. <laughs> all right, so we'll see you after the break, and then after that, ain't see shit.
(laughs) (laughs) I love you. Bye. This episode of This Podcast Could Take Forever is brought to you by Deep Space Devices. Many of us play and write music, and sometimes it can be tough to find that perfect tone that we all look for, especially when it comes to effects. However, Deep Space Devices is here to help you find exactly what you are looking for. Deep Space Devices guitar pedals are carefully handmade and tested to ensure that you are going to find the quality and the tone that you need. If you want to see more, just visit www.deepspacedevices.com And when you realize that you cannot live another moment without one of these amazing pedals, enter promo code FOREVERPODCAST at checkout to receive 10% off of your purchase. That lets them know that we sent you, and you'll save money while doing it. That's www.deepspacedevices.com and enter FOREVERPODCAST at checkout. Hey ladies and gents, Daniel here. Just wanted to remind you about our Facebook community page. This community could take forever. That's where you'll find our community of fellow listeners, where we discuss music, post updates about the show, and most importantly, share memes. Just go to Facebook and search This Community Could Take Forever. You can also find our Facebook and Instagram pages where we post updates on new episodes. And while you're at it, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. It helps us out tremendously and will help us make the show bigger and better. And last but not least, email us topics, music, articles, stories from the road, or anything you want to talk about on the show. Our email address is thispodcastcouldtakeforever at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey everyone, don't forget you can get updates on what XY Spaces is up to on our Instagram page, which is simply XY Spaces. Like us on Facebook to also get your updates there, and of course, hear our music on Spotify, iTunes, or pretty much anywhere you download or stream music. You can find our merch on our Bandcamp page, or you can slide into our DMs and we'll make sure that all your merch needs are satisfied. Be on the lookout for upcoming shows, and we'll see you soon. Alright, welcome back everybody. Today we got Heel Turn in the studio, or at least three three-fourths of heel turn um that is brady hello um, that's me as always he's here usually anyway um our friend ac hello hello and our buddy josh allen what's going on guys and uh you guys just put out an ep correct yes sir how many Mm -hmm. tracks was that six tracks six Mm -hmm. tracks okay and what's it called territories territories okay fantastic man um so you guys recorded with um, Lucas at uh, Lucky Sound Studios. Yeah, it was great. It was like an awesome experience. Yeah, his new. St- you like his new studio? Yeah. 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 Hey, have you guys been up there yet? No, but that's mm-hmm. where we're gonna do our our live, live session. Set. Yeah, mm-hmm. that place is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Get incredible. up closer on that mic there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Kiss it. Kiss yeah, it. Yeah. Kiss it real go. good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. So, uh, Brady, do you want to tell us a little bit about about the EP? So basically, it's a professional wrestling themed whole, you know, the whole EP is uh, based on its 80s and like early 90s professional wrestling storylines. And we wanted to make sure that like, it's not like some goofy EP. I compare it to that Mountain Goats record, Beat the Champ, where it's just, it's a serious album. It just so happens to be about wrestling. Because like, we're not the first band to like, be like a wrestling themed band but most of them if you like go out and like trying to look for some uh most of them are just kind of like joke like party bands so like we wanted to uh you know have that theme but have the music sound and be serious and uh you think i put that well yeah i mean we also didn't want to be a themed band either like i try to think of it more of a concept band yeah uh because there's so many stories when it comes to professional wrestling uh, that we didn't want this to just be like, oh, this is about professional wrestling, about everybody thinks professional wrestling, thinks Stone Cold Steve Austin, chair shots, everything like that. But especially in the 80s, that's why I wanted to write the record about this is because there's so many stories when it comes to professional wrestling, especially in the 80s when people still weren't sure, is this a work or is this real? I mean, uh, even though it's about wrestling, each song is really told through a story throughout the entire thing. You have stories of greed, stories of uh, being in the shadows, 
stories of injustice and trying to do what's right. It's all forms of what everyday people feel just told through the eyes of two big dudes touching yeah. each other and stuff. Yeah. I know that like uh they they used to take it incredibly personally when when people would ask like is it real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they used to get super pissed like who was that one guy? Who was the wrestler that smacked the shit out of the reporter that oh, asked like I, I remember the reporter was John Stossel. Like I yeah, remember I, that, I, but I can't remember. I do know that Bobby the Brain Heaton said it in his documentary that when he got brought in, which was in the fifties or sixties, that they basically told him, "Hey, we're going to fight each other, and we're not going to really hurt each other. But we're going to make it look like we are. Yeah. And if you tell anyone that we're not really hurting each other, we'll break both your arms and your fucking legs. Hmm. And then when they heal up, we'll break them again." Holy Jesus shit. Christ. That's insane. Yeah, so yeah, times have changed. Definitely. Yeah, definitely changed. Yeah, in the reality uh, era. Have you guys watched the new Andre the Giant documentary? I have not. But I have. I'm eagerly it's great. Oh, it's great. Absolutely great. Dude, like watching those documentaries, like I watched the Ric Flair one as well. That's a great it one. makes me respect wrestling so much more. Like yeah. you really understand that like sure it's I guess it's fake, but it's also so real. Yeah, yeah, like, the 100%. fact that it's scripted and fake is completely arbitrary. Well, people like to relate it to as fake, but a movie you watch is just as fake. It's just a story yeah. being told. It's it's yeah. a real show about a fake wrestling company. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I love the fact that they're, like, athletes with improv, improv, improv skills. Yeah, and like, dude, mm-hmm. they, they also <clears throat> can, they can control a crowd. Like the good ones can control oh, yes. a crowd and the better palm than of their hand. Right? Yeah, dude, yeah. they have people eating out of the palm of their yeah. fucking hand, and like that's that that is a skill that most people, like talented entertainers, can't do. You know right. what I mean? Like that's that's it's it's insane. Right. And you yeah. talking about the the Ric Flair documentary? The thing about that documentary, as good as it was, they could have made that six hours longer yeah because they had to skip ahead because that dude transcended wrestling i mean Mm -hmm. uh like we have a song on our record called broadway which is about rick flair from 83 through 91 he was the world champ he was one of the first guys to do that arn anderson or harley race did it before him but he was traveling all over the world. Back then, you had territories, which is why our yeah, EP learned, is called that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I learned about that in the documentary, actually, right. about how like each state almost had its own exactly. wrestling federation. Exactly. So yeah, you had like your Memphis guys, your fucking Atlanta guys. Can I say hmm. the F word on? This? Oh yeah. Okay. Man. Fuck Whatever yeah. You want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you're saying, Josh. But so everywhere you had your local guys, uh, they got built up. You know. There was basically everything was in local cable syndication then, so you weren't seeing wrestlers from all over the country. All you did was hear about them in magazines or wherever hearsay, posters, that posters sort of exactly. So you'd have like in Memphis was Jerry the King Lawler was the big guy there. So everybody thought he was the world beater. He was you know as good as it comes. Well, Ric Flair's job was he was the actual first world champ where he traveled to Japan. He traveled all over the U.S. And what he did was he goes and he gets the local babyface, which is the good guy in that territory. He wrestles them for 60 minutes to a time limit draw. He never beats their top guy, but the top guy doesn't lose to Ric Flair. So therefore, all of his local crowd thinks he's God. That's why Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time. He could make a fucking broom look like he was the best guy they had. Oh, yeah. He could make a good match out of a couch. Yeah, that is something they said about him was that he sold, like, everything you did very well. He made you look like you were doing great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ric Flair didn't beat anybody up. He just got the shit kicked out of him oh, for 60 all, minutes. I remember when yeah. I was a kid, I always he just would, like, get slapped across the chest about a thousand times a match. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, that was a really, um, like, emotionally charged time in wrestling just because, like, People really, really thought it was was it's real. Still real to them, damn it. Yeah, it was still real to them, <laughs> damn it. And um, you know, I think, um, you know, because I don't really think we ever really intended, nor do we intend in the future, to really write about like modern wrestling. Not that modern wrestling isn't as good or anything, but like there's something special about that era that um, I yeah. don't know. I feel well, like also when you're in an era, 
you don't know that you're in an era. Exactly. exactly. Like 20 years exactly. from now. Yeah, like 20, 20, 30 years from now, you know, there could be guys our age writing writing stuff about uh, the Wyatt family and shit like that. Right. And, mm-hmm. You know, and like we just don't know it. You know, right. We, we right. just don't know that they're that that it it's becoming like legendary you know exactly yeah. but you know maybe it is maybe it isn't because I, I, I think it's a lot easier to talk about like or like if you were to go out to start a band like kind of like the way that we did like i feel like it would be easier to just like talk about like really modern stuff because like you know it's right there and it's really easy to write about and it's more relatable because ev- like if there's wrestling fans around like your area like that you're gonna market that ep to they're probably uh gonna want to hear like you're like oh cool haha rusev day or something like that yeah, we don't want to come off as like topical or hokey with it you know? yeah so exactly like, and i feel like trying to go modern does come that come off that way yeah and um but yeah i, I definitely want to like talk about the actual like music itself a little bit um as far as that goes it's funny because like we went into it kind of wanting to go for a piss jeans type sound, but something I'm really proud of is like the first day we practiced, uh, like me, the first practice was just me and AC on bass and guitar. And we wrote like the stringed instruments part of, uh, the song Starcade 83. It's the last song on the EP. And, uh, when we wrote that, like it, that pretty much just came out naturally. It came out pretty much on the yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And after that, we were like, all right, I guess we'll just be a band that sounds like this. Cause like we were like messing around for like, I don't know, a good hour on like trying to like, you know, on the other sound idea that we had. Then we did that and they're like, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll just do well, that's, this. That's, that's like uh that's the best way to do it, man. Like from a, like a musical standpoint, I really, it really bothers me when people say, let's start a band, but Let's start a band that sounds like this band and this band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're like, they'll say like, let's start a band that sounds like, you know, I don't know, like Cave In meets, I don't know, name another band, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Like, that's not the way you're supposed to write music. You just sit down and you write it, and then that's what. Ha- and then you know, like that. Yeah, that's exactly. what happens. Yeah. Right. You, you so, go off what you know and. If where you meet in the middle is that or whatever, wherever you meet in the middle is what you should run with. And, you know, I think because like the sound that kind of came out was like kind of like metal influenced, uh, like kind of like dark hardcore. That's kind of how we've, we've been describing it. And I know like, you know, me and AC, we've, me and you have known each other forever. And back in the school bus days. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've always been into like uh, Mastodon and like we've always had a lot of like common ground on bands like that definitely so like um yeah blacklisted a little bit like just as far as like the uh kind of like um dark edge to it and uh it really helped when we started like down tuning i really feel like that kind of solidified the sound agree with that yeah so um yeah like the uh the result was um you know kind of something along those lines and even though we're calling it dark hardcore it's it's really hard for me to put it in a genre because I don't really feel like we're a hardcore band, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I don't. I mean, I could see how some people might call it that, but I, I wouldn't just put it in like a hardcore. Category. Right. I like to call it like metallic punk is like the closest I can come to it. Like just yeah. trying to play fast tempo, but still like metallic riffs in there. Yeah. Right. And some sludge metal and influence. Some sludge. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. The, the song way, Broadway is that way a lot. Definitely. Like the way we like, we don't want to be like marginalized as like a gimmick band, and we also don't want to be marginalized like genre wise because we have exactly. like a, a ton of like varied influences, and I feel like like they shine out like individually if you pay attention hard. I enough. think that's one of the strong points of our band is that one, none of us listen to this style of music that much, yeah, if much at all. Also, even the, all the music that we all listen to is so vastly different that it brings a lot of different you know, input into this band, like the actual influences I think that we listen to on a day-to-day basis would not add up and calculate to what comes out of our amps. For sure. When mm-hmm. we play. Yeah. Um, well, do you guys want to listen to a little bit of, a uh, little bit of heel, heel, uh, woo, heel turn? Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> called. I could go for woo! a tad bit. But, um, let me get it queued up here. Hey, I think we, somebody's oh. got a cable going nuts. Uh oh. Is that you, Brady? It could be. But 
this is a um, a song I feel like is a good um, gateway into the EP. The song is called Eye for an Eye, and it's a good. question yeah that i saw you guys live you know the other night at copper top it's mm-hmm. a high energy band high energy set what's it like playing with those masks on <laughs> it's not that bad um just gotta remember to wash mine oh yeah Ooh, I bet, I bet <laughs> like i totally I gris- about disagree that. that it's not bad because i have to take it off halfway through every set i've they've made me wear a, a mask one time and it's the only time I'll ever do it again because I don't remember that for uh for well. Oh, oh. that's right. okay. So and that wasn't even like as hot of a mask as what you guys. Are I don't wearing. know that one kind of sucked because you couldn't breathe that. Okay, so what he's talking about? Uh, me, Jonathan, Alex, and a few other friends had a short-lived like avant-garde metal band, and our first show we wore these like really weird masks like. Like you buy at the party store, they're like plastic, and they're like the the entirety of the mask, like from the top of your forehead to your chin, it protrudes probably like an inch or two out of your face, if that makes sense. So like you know you're not getting a whole lot of air. Uh, that thing sucked, but like with the masks that like I that we all wear, like the luchador masks, they're more like you know they have like mouth holes and stuff. So like. And um, <laughs> still think that's hilarious. Mouth Someone about the word mouth holes. holes. <laughs> Something about mouth holes. Ear holes. The other day I had to swap mask because the original one I was using was so small. So before we played the show at Copper Top the other night, I was like, I gotta use this one. It's got a good mouth hole. You know it's got a big <laughs> wide <laughs> mouth. Big old wide mouth. But it's not that bad. I I get annoyed because like I can't go too hard or else like it'll get like right in my like eye line and just kind of mess me up. And my hair gets like kind of in those eye holes, and um, but, but it's it's not as bad as I thought it would be before I started doing it. Um, I don't yeah. know. Slipknot does it somehow, so it's, yeah, they've been doing it for it's ever. manageable. Yeah. I guess. They probably prefer it. So I mean, if I'm it's sure they do at if this it's point. not too inside baseball here, what what generally is eye for an eye about? Like, just curious. Yeah. Like, eye for an eye is about. Uh, in the NWA, the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, if you guys are familiar with them, uh, was six-man tag team partners with Dusty Rhodes. So essentially, uh, Dusty Rhodes didn't show up for a championship defense several weeks in a row mm. because he was funding a charity for uh, underprivileged children. So uh, 
in the match, they had Sting fill in for him. Cool. Halfway through the match, the Road Warriors beat the shit out of Sting. Uh, they say, hey, the reason we beat the shit out of Sting is because he's your boy, Dusty, and we're going to make an example of him to you because every time you don't show up, you're costing us money. Mm-hmm. And wrestling is about money. So you're next. We're going to beat the shit out of you next. Yeah. So essentially it comes down to they're they're going to go uh they go back and forth for a couple of a couple of weeks and are supposed to wrestle. Uh basically at the time the NWA had just got on with Turner Broadcasting. And Turner Broadcasting was basically like well back in the day NWA was known for so so much blood. So much blood. Every yeah. match somebody's gigging. Yeah. So inside term. Yeah, inside baseball. Speaking sorry. of inside baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh so basically Turner was like, No more blood. You're yeah. done, you bleed, you're fired. Yeah. Uh or at least like fined. Dusty Rhodes at the time was the booker, he was writing everything. So this was his call. The Road Warriors charged the ring. They were always known for, you know, like the shoulder pads with spikes. They used to come they, out of the ring with Iron Man playing. Yeah. So it's they pull a spike out of the shoulder pad and essentially yeah. gouge his eye out. Oh, okay. Like, and that was real because you know Dusty Rhodes only had one eye the rest of his life, obviously. So, uh, <laughs> But essentially the way it, they did the work, they're gouging his eye out. There's blood everywhere. Dusty Rhodes, the booker, the guy that had been booking there for 12 years at the time, fired. Gone. Mm. Done. Yeah. Ipso huh. facto, eye for an eye. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's pretty cool, man. Hmm. What but year was that? Like what? Eighty-four, maybe yeah. eighty-six. Okay. Eighty-four, eighty-six. Hmm. He looked pretty badass with an eye patch. I think. I'd like that. <laughs> Have there ever been any pirate wrestlers? Actually, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Paul Burchill in like <laughs> 05, 06. But that was not a good time. Or at least on SmackDown. They were just trying anything. Well, Pirates of the Caribbean was like. Oh, One of the movies wow. was coming out. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to capitalize on that. Yeah. And uh, this one wrestler, I think he was uh, from the UK, Paul Virgil. Before that, like he didn't have a whole lot of a gimmick. He was just, I think he was pretty much a jobber. Yeah. And then they tried that uh, pirate gimmick. I remember I loved it because I was like ten, but um, it was but did, corny didn't as he, hell. Like, also have a gimmick where he like oh, was in love with his sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right God. before, what? right before he got released, and this was like weeks before WWE went PG. Um, they were trying a storyline where he and his sister had like an incestuous relationship and they were in the beginning of stages, the beginning stages of it. And they were like kind of hinting at it, like during, um, entering, um, promos, like, um, I can't remember the stuff he would say to her, but, um, but yeah, they were hinting that they were screwing. That's hilarious. Making whoopee. And I'm so glad I wasn't watching wrestling at yeah, that time period. Be glad because that yeah. bums me out yeah, a like, lot. I, I don't now I feel regretful shit, but... that I'm in a wrestling band. That. <laughs> See, that's why we're not. Like, talking we're done. About that uh, this is actually the end of heel turn now. Oh no! <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that, that reminds me. Can y'all explain the term heel turn? Josh, I'll let you do that. Uh, essentially, in wrestling, you have baby faces and heels, uh, which are good guys and bad guys. So. A uh, heel turn is when a baby face eventually gets tired of being a good guy, typically for uh, money reasons or getting his ass kicked. Getting reasons. his ass kicked like, or always losing. Yeah, yeah. fans turn on him. Yeah, he doesn't believe the fans have his full support, so he becomes a bad guy. And usually, it's in some epic form or fashion, which is why it's referred to as a heel turn. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, do you guys want to plug some shows that you guys have coming up? Yeah, we have a lot coming up. Um, I will be out of, possibly out of the country if everything works out at the end of May. But if everything goes how it's supposed to, um, Heel Turn will have a show on May 26th at Sidetracks. It'll be a half hip-hop, half punk rock type show. Uh, Charles Hastings, um, a.k.a. Solo Monk, He's a local rap artist. He's booking that show. It'll be him and Saint Maker, which is another local hip hop artist. And it'll be us, and I believe maybe a maybe another band. I don't think I don't no think there's bands. another band on that show. Yeah, I kind of didn't think so. And then we've got one. 
on the 29th that's up in the air. I don't know if that one's for sure yet. On the 31st, um, I got that right, 31st, not the 30th. Yes, 31st. Okay, on the 31st, we're playing at the Firehouse in Birmingham with a band from Texas called Night Terrors and a new local, newish local, I think they're called Two Time Crooks. And June 18th, we've got a show at High Fry, formerly The Palace in Huntsville, with a touring band called Father Montego. And let's see. Oh, yeah, the most, the one that's closest, I didn't even say yet. May 10th, we're playing with three, like, somewhat um, decently known uh, touring hardcore bands at the moment. Bruise from Indiana, um, Lowered AD, Watchdogs, and... Uh, a couple local bands, Random Conflict and Snake Church will be playing as well. That's May 10th at Roach Motel. And it's in Decatur. I've said that place a million times, but uh, I'll say the address just because I don't really think you can look it up that easily on Google or anything. But it's 3440 Valley Avenue, Southwest, Decatur, Alabama, 35603. And did um, I miss any? Uh, also, July the 6th at Side right. Tracks in Huntsville. We're playing Loud Festival 2 with Property. The Go-Go, Go-Go Killers, Killers and several other old original punk bands from Huntsville. Cool. We're cool. also available for bar mitzvahs and <laughs> and <laughs> indie wrestling events. Yeah, that's the main thing that we need y'all to be gonna, doing. Y'all are gonna get that like happening, right? Yeah, that will yeah. happen. Eventually. Uh, there's some things in the works. Can't really talk about it right now, but there cool. are some things in the works. And your music can be found on Bandcamp. Yes. Right now, yes. Uh, okay. Hillxturn.bandcamp.com. All right, right on. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Heel Turn. Um, And we will see you guys after the break. Peace. Thanks. This podcast could take forever. Please hold. Guys, we're really doing something here. I know, right? We've got our own office, company cars, 50 employees. This is even better than we ever dreamed. That's what I'm saying, man. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, ladies. I'm back from the meeting. Whoa, John, nice suit. Oh, thank you. I thought with this new office and all, I might as well look the part. You don't think the pinstripes are too much, do you? Nah, man, it looks great. But how did the meeting with Joe Rogan go? Is he cool in person? Ah, it was good. Awesome, so what happened? Yeah, I'll get to the details later. How's business been over here? Really good. The phones have been going crazy all morning. Yeah, I've had to take a few calls myself, actually. That's amazing. Has anyone been buying anything? What do you mean? You know, has anyone bought anything from us? Like, given us money for our product? Money? But our show is free. Well, yeah, but we have an office now. So? So, we have an office. Offices generate money. Duh. Wait a second. We don't have any money? Um, of course we do. It's called credit. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Then who are the people that keep calling? Probably debt collectors. Jesus Christ! So that's probably why they sound so mad. What have you been saying to them? Nothing. I just say, um, this podcast could take forever. Please hold. And then I just put them on hold. And that's it? Yeah. Oh, nice power move. You're business-minded like I am. Business-minded? You ruined us! Wait, so did you actually have a meeting with Joe Rogan? Of course I did! Joe Rogan! Please! I need this! Joe! That's not exactly a meeting. Hey, at least I'm trying. All I ever wanted to do was make you guys proud. The only thing heavier than this crippling debt is the fact that I hurt you guys. And now I'm just sitting here in a $5,000 suit, looking like a fool. <sighs> we'll, we'll dig ourselves out of this hole, John. I, I forgive you. Yeah, we got it. See, if you guys were as good at manipulation as I am, we might be able to get out of this mess. Damn, dude. You're a real piece of shit, man. I know. Now let's light these cigars and wait for the cops to come. They're Cubans. Wait, cops? (laughs) Yeah, I might have kind of, sort of, threatened Joe Rogan with a firearm. You you idiot! Oh my god. Alright guys, um, May 12th 
at the High Fry uh, with Comrades XY Spaces is going to be playing uh, May 19th at Lucky Sound Studios. We're doing a very special show that day. That's in Fort Payne, Alabama. Really looking forward to that. Anna's Ghost, uh, Deep Space Devices, um, big, big show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, speaking of Deep Space Devices, uh, www.deepspacedevices.com. Enter promo code Forever Podcast to check out to get 10% off your purchase. That helps us out a lot. Um, uh, listen to Heel Turn. They're on Bandcamp. They just put out their EP. You just heard them talk about it. Um, so that's very exciting. Congratulations to those guys. Uh, we love you very much. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Guys being